0: Welcome to Too Busy to
1: Flush. I'm JR. And I'm Molly. And I'm not Molly. Wait, what? What?
0: (laughs) What? What are you guys doing here? (laughs) In the studio with us tonight we have Paul. And if you've been listening to us for any length of time whatsoever, you will have heard a lot about Paul. Because Paul's always calling me and talking about the show. Well, they happen to be coming through. If you thought Molly and I were bad with our RVs. They came through with Cousin Eddie's Motorhome. <laughs> to be fair, it was nicer than
1: Cousin Eddie's Motorhome.
2: That's true. It's got to slide out.
1: And I didn't need to empty my septic into the drain. That's because there
2: isn't a drain.
1: <laughs> and there isn't a septic.
0: Okay. Okay, we're also here with wife's Paul, Andrea.
2: Wait. Paul's no, no, <laughs>
0: Paul's wife, Andrea. Paul's wife, Andrea. And it's a Wife's late night Paul. recording. Man, it's a late. We've been so the, it's been 103 degrees today, and I set up all of the kids' water stuff outside, and we've been sitting in the sun all day. Um, we we yeah. might be dehydrated. And it and is. A bit it delirious. is about 10 o'clock tonight. So, hi, Andrea. Hi. Hey.
2: Andrea and Jr. are second cousins. It's
0: That's true. How we know them. our dads were high school runaround buddies.
2: And cousins. And
0: cousins. First yeah. Cousins. Now, interestingly enough, um, we uh, Molly and I are very similar to Paul and Andrea in that the husbands are the mad, crazy extroverts, mad. and the two women just are sitting quietly in their chairs. Hey,
2: we managed to carry on a robust conversation upstairs. I will have you guys know.
1: Riveting, I am sure. It
3: might have been riveting.
1: It we weren't there been, to But tell. it was a
3: conversation. It was. I <laughs> was not bored. <laughs>
0: And her boys are also. Their boys are also joining us in the studio to apparently heckle us. Hi. <laughs> no, I just waved at the microphone. I'm fine.
2: <laughs> That's all right because Jared. What did um, you refer man. to, Andrea's wife's Paul?
0: Yeah, wife's Paul. Wife's, wife's Paul. Paul. Wife's Paul. Andrea.
3: So waving
2: Hoy
1: at the microphone. Yi yi.
0: Maybe gonna... I should. Maybe I should restart the whole show. <laughs> we could. Nah, it's not nearly as much fun. People like to hear the real us.
1: That you know. That is one thing that that I notice as a regular listener, and uh, you know, long time listener, first time caller.
2: <laughs> that uh, actually not true. That's, that's not true. <laughs> not I am true not the first time caller.
1: What, what what I should have said is long time caller, first time listener.
2: The also know. not true.
1: No. But there, there is there's a, a real sense of reality in listening to the two of you as you converse um, about that, about the things going on in life, about the things going on with the kids, what you're reading, you know, where the Lord is leading you, uh, and that kind of thing. I mean, it really, to me, listening to you, the two of you on the show, really makes me feel like I'm in the room, and today I literally am in the room. You are. Listening yes. to you. Yeah.
2: But we had a funny conversation this morning because Paul I did my my latte, and Paul was like, "Is that the milk steamer?" <laughs> <laughs> and He's like, "I feel like a bit of a creeper, but I know that milk steamer."
1: It's like you guys talked about this. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm like standing outside the sliding glass door, peering in.
2: <laughs> but also, you guys, I'm gonna put in a plug again. Like, unless you buy it from our Amazon link, I get absolutely nothing out of this. But the hair drain cleaner. In the process of our trip, we stayed at Uncle Jeria, Jerry, and Aunt Andrea's house. I need to go to bed too. And, and hi, Jerrya. And Jr. took a shower in their bathroom, and he was like, "Your drain doesn't work." I was up to my calves in hair, and he's and
0: like, "No way! I just we just finished remodeling the kitchen or the, the bathroom. bathroom." I said, "Yeah, that's true. It doesn't." And I was
2: like. <laughs> Log on to Amazon right now and buy this. And he lives in an area where he could get second, you know, next day Amazon delivery. By the time we're driving down the road the next day, he's like, that thing is amazing. And I was like, have him send us pictures and we can post it on the show. And Jay was like, (laughs) that's really gross. No. And I was like, but how are people going to know how worthwhile it is? So you have to buy it for yourself. If you have anyone in your household with long hair, it's just like, like it's these orange things that have like, like fishing barbs.
1: Oh, is it like a zip
0: stick?
2: It's probably exactly what it is. Fishing you, bars
0: where you push
1: a little, a little. No, a little you,
2: the the ones that I like are just plastic. Closes.
1: Oh, you like right, buttons. it's like twelve to eighteen inches long or something. Yeah, um, it's like kinda, giant. It's, it's
2: almost two feet, probably. Oh wow! It's like it's Maybe got the 18. teeth,
1: the
0: ridged teeth on. Yeah, outside. right. So it feels you just like, like wedge those, it down in a drain yeah. and then, then you pull yeah. it up, and it's
2: like full of slimy hair. Yeah.
0: It's shocking.
2: Um, but anyway, they work amazingly, and it's like ten dollars for a six pack of them. You have nothing to lose by trying this if your drains aren't working well. All I'm saying is Uncle Jerry works for him.
0: Yes, yeah, so and we're not sponsored by Uncle Jerry drain, drain Cleaner Wires arts. Amazon. Um, if this is your first time joining us, <laughs> thank you for joining us. This is not normally what we do. Normally, it's just Molly and I. We uh, frequently, rarely have time to talk, or we just don't. We save conversations for the show to hash them out on the show. But tonight's a little bit different because Paul and Andrea are here, and we thought. Well, what the heck? You're the only second two guests we've ever had on the show. That's true. Second two? Second guests. Yep. We had second guests. time we had, Jenna. had Second, second Jenna time was on
1: towards the very yeah. beginning.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jenna was on towards the beginning. And oh, we hi, had Jenna. some good comments about that. Um, one of our yeah, listeners recently. emailed and said he was really encouraged by her by her interview. He really felt like, oh, I'm not out there all alone. No, sir, mm-hmm. you are not. Um, so, that's if you're joining us. Thank you. We recognize that this is a different show because we have guests in the studio. We kind of made a conscious decision at one point not to have
2: too many guests. Too
0: many guests or really any, but because um, we're
2: weird and hard and it interrupts our flow. Okay, <laughs> speaking Fair. of mottos you guys. People are weird and hard, right? And we we know this and we live this. Um, also, butter makes everything better. Butter
1: does make and everything And I am better. wearing
2: a bracelet that Paul and Andrea got me at the Pioneer Woman <laughs> Mercantile. And I'll post a picture of this on Instagram. It's just like the most awesome, simple bracelet band. And it says, I heart butter. Couldn't and resist. I, I'm so flattered that they saw that and were like, we have to get this for Molly. And I actually had Lily open the bag for me. And she was like... I heart butter. I heart butter. <laughs> and she wanted to
1: wear it. And I was like,
2: I let you wear a lot of my jewelry. Like, I'm actually wearing a ring right now that was, it was a 1990s purity ring, actually, from a what? youth group event. What? Yeah. It I still was. have a
0: flag I stuck in the I... ground. No, not really. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can't even keep a flag in the ground to mark your walnuts that you oh have man
0: on. you guys that's because people help me out and mow my lawn and people and, and kids speaking play. of 90s christian culture uh i sent my daughter to camp to we sent lily to church camp for the first time ever Ever. Ever. I went it's to camp like, like once case. as a kid.
2: You guys, Jar is really anti camp.
0: Well, no,
1: we've talked about that this yeah. week, actually. You and, know, some I, of and
2: Benton here in a studio with us is headed off to be a camp counselor for the summer. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. First yeah. year as a camp Less counselor. Than a
1: week. Third year actually working at summer camp.
3: Yeah. So. Second year working at Buck Lake. And then. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: so, funny, funny enough, um, Andrea here, my, my second cousin, her. Uh, uncle is a long. Um, your family has, whole been, family, has been doing Christian camping for generations. De- yes. Yeah.
3: Like, <laughs> she, yeah. She's like, yep, said no me. comment. Yep. That's yeah. correct. That's, my my grandparents worked at camp for something like thirty five years. And I didn't, Annette work for yes. our my parents worked, worked for, for
0: your parents and that's how yes. they met yes. or your grandparents, grandparents and that's how they met yeah yeah yeah
3: lots lots of relations met there Wow yeah Wolf Mountain Wolf Mountain California is
2: this so is this a question that we could turn into a Frozen family reunion quiz
1: I don't know like, but if no, we can no. should we talk about this in case there's anyone at the Frozen family who's gonna be at the reunion
2: well Rick and Annette well, it's and true. Jared and Rebecca and Carrie listen to yeah. us I but, don't know what other, but but no like other what, if we, what if what if for family us. feud we had like couples who met working at a church camp
3: mm, would we good. be
2: able to fill up a whole family feud board uh, I don't know on that I could ask Annette Annette Rick let us know if we could fill up a whole family feud board with generations of couples or generations of couples who have worked at church camps not just individuals but actual couples so like, your parents, right. Rick and Nat, have both worked at church camps. Ken and Ken Peggy, Peggy.
1: Stephen and <laughs> Stephen. Because I worked so in Steven, Steven now and we're moving Melanie. into right. the other game because right. I
2: could not I could not put a I could not put a hello <laughs> my name is on Stephen and Nia or
3: Peggy and
1: Ken Peggy I couldn't you guys they're in, they're they're in they're
0: two
3: reunion I don't think they have maybe, not for a long time anyway. okay
0: uh, my they're and are Melanie. in Mexico I I think what? maybe. so for anybody listening that has no concept i i once when molly comes you have you have like both of my parents have two siblings right and And there's only one of them are christian four cousins
2: on one side and five cousins on the other and i have from all of them like one aunt and uncle and one cousin who are believers.
0: It would take too long for me, on the other hand, to count up my cousins on both sides. Period. Period. I have, my dad has five brothers and sisters. His dad had, uh... Is
2: how many is in the family? Seven? Six,
0: Seven in the original family? Nine,
3: wasn't it? Nine. It was is nine. It nine? Okay. nine.
0: And they had nine siblings. And then Dan K., great, great... Granddad Dan, he had like twenty one, or his dad. He came, he came from twenty one, because there was that massive. I don't know if I don't think he went. There was a massive reunion in Canada, so and I everybody walked around with that generation's... Hi, my name is I was like Dan Kay, or whomever. It was and like
2: a family tree on their name tag. There's
0: like four hundred people at a convention center, and we're all part of the same family. It was nuts. So Molly marries into the family, and I remember taking her to the first. Where were, where, was it the first reunion that I took you to? Reunion. My family typically gets to... My dad's generation, aunts and uncles, well, our grandparents. No, the grandparents'
2: generation. Grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, so,
0: Andrew, your grandpa, your grandfather... We're might, in a different uh, generation,
2: yeah. No, no, no. You guys are the same no, no. generation.
0: No, we're the same generation. Yes. Because your dad and my dad are the same generation. Tom and Rick are, yes. are cousins. So we're the same. Yes. We're just we're removed because of... Right. Because of their parents. So family's hard anyway the whole point is <laughs> family is Especially weird and hard. T- the <laughs> yeah, whole point is really we drove we drove away we drove away and molly
2: because the final we, event of these family reunions is a worship service
0: yeah and Molly.
2: everyone that i've been to we
0: drive away and Molly's just she's kind of speechless she's you say like, i that's incredible you mean all of those people are christians i said well yeah most of them and most of them have been involved in christian camping or ministry work or churches or the military or their pastors you know she's like you're kidding no and i'm like and now that i think about it it goes back generations we've had lots of ministry leaders pastors missionaries and stuff in our family which got me thinking on like along the lines of god working in families and and how like how that even like it's fascinating and i've not quite figured out what it is about our family that's somebody made a deal with God back in the day. Oh, <laughs> God's like no, 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 okay. no, no, no,
2: no. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, no, oh, oh
0: theologian in the room. So
1: wait, wait oh, no, so like Jacob go. didn't set up a guidestone and pledge that my family along this line. And look how well line... that worked
2: out for them generation okay. after generation. That's all I'm saying. I mean oh, okay. I have seminary professors and incredible preachers and pastors in my lineage as well. And, oh, yeah, you do. You know, so you you can't make the claim that, like, somebody did something right.
0: How, okay, you're right.
2: <laughs> well, we're say. all sinners. Right. We're None all of
0: sinners, us actually did we, anything right. You, I, mean,
2: I don't think you could, like, write a book on do this. Oh, and, oh no,
0: absolutely not. You know, do this no and
2: your family will be Christians for generations because. You know, that's like, the, that's the book of Proverbs, and then you have the book of Job, and
0: right. It's like parenting one on one. I'm going to do this in parenting, and your kids are going to turn out great. And well. well, and even in that essence, if you if you had
1: some, if any of us had a magical formula of to do, I mean, then we wouldn't need to rely on God. Exactly. So, I think it's that continuing pursuit of Him.
2: It would be nice if there was a magical formula. My kids are still young enough that, like, the magical formula seems a little bit in reach. You know, like, if it, what, what can I do to keep Titus from, like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, yeah. he still seems so formable. You know, your boys are old enough, like, their trajectories are set, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind of on their own. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: That's comforting. Comforting. <laughs> you don't want to be on your own. No? Okay. All right. Good kids. Well done. Thanks.
3: So far. Um, I can't take credit for that. <laughs> so far, so good.
0: I don't know. How's um, How has the traveling... Is this your first major like road trip with the fam?
1: No, no. This isn't our first major road trip, but this is the... I mean, we've done... So, to everyone listening who actually has no clue what we're talking about here, um, one of Andrea and my goals... Um, and our children's goals because it's our goal. Like a
3: family goal. Yeah, it's
1: a family goal. It's like a family bucket list goal. <laughs> hey, that's a great way to put it. You're so smart. Is
3: it?
2: No, wait. I have, I have a question for that. Is it like a like a a headship goal? Like this is my goal, therefore it is also your goal.
1: It's more like I am the father. I am the headship. This is my goal for you the family. We'll do this, right? You know, it's kind of like it's you know, it's like the, the Darth Vader, like, Luke. I'm your did father. You guys help map out this family. This is our goal.
0: Um, not really, but more because we ran out of time to do all the stuff, so we just had to do all the stuff. So it wasn't really a debate of where we were going, just sort of like what order we were doing everything in. I think. Is this
2: your goal also?
0: Yeah, this I'd, is I'd great. Say so. Oh,
2: but your voice went up.
0: My voice went up? Like mm-hmm. yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Okay. So <laughs> for quick
0: to be called on.
1: For quick clarification, <laughs> the goal that we're talking about is for our family of four to physically step foot in um, and either have some sort of activity, or to buy something, or be doing something, or stay the night in each of the fifty states. Uh, and as well,
2: they're all still living.
1: While out. they're yeah, the, we kind of sped up the goal and said that we need to. We'd like to have this done before Benton graduates, and he'll be a junior next year. Um, unless you're of the school of thought that since he was a sophomore this year and it's summer that he's now a junior. does anyway. not mean anything anymore. No? Okay. No. <laughs> uh, I love it when she corrects me. I am so wrong I so often. Called,
2: they now use the phrase rising junior. Yes. Oh, so over the summer, he's a rising it's junior. It's
1: uplifting. It. Yeah, anyway. I like it. It's edifying. I'm
3: going
1: to use that. You should.
2: You're a rising junior. Um, I have a rising fourth grader. Oh, <laughs> congratulations.
0: Mm. How did she do, by the way?
2: She did great. She lo- it
0: took her probably she wouldn't stop hugging me, and it took her about three hours, three or four hours to do something other than sit on the couch and kind of cry
2: because she was so sad that her good time. ended. Yeah, I mean,
0: I remember oh. coming home. The times I came home from camp, I cried because I missed everybody. It's such a, it's an emotional roller coaster, and it's like ah, you know. And then you come home, and I bribed her with um, a milkshake. And some French fries at about two o'clock in the afternoon. But okay. she,
2: I asked her if she had trouble going to sleep because that was her big worry. Was to be she was afraid about going to sleep without a parent tucking her in and scratching her back and singing to her. And um, I was like, "Were you sad?" And she's like, "No, no, I just went to bed." Okay, so there's that.
1: Can we try that here?
2: I know, right? Cool. <laughs> um, so anyway, she did great. My rising fourth grader. And how many states have you guys accomplished in this family goal?
1: 49. The last state we have is Alaska. So, yeah, this trip... You'll have to take a cruise. This trip we
3: did 19. We
1: did 19 states that we had not been to. 25 states total, including the states that we have already traveled through. For example, we've already been to Montana. So
0: so the boys have been to
1: 49 49 of 50 states. Andrea and I have already been to Alaska numerous times, but as the family goal goes, no, well, at least once at Anchorage. I
2: mean, yeah, that's once. Once, (laughs) the same as numerous. So, how's the family relationship been on these 25 states?
3: (laughs) Well, we we had this uh, rule that there would be no fighting for the trip, and the boys have done great.
1: I don't like the way she said that. But technically, I'm still a boy. So oh. that means.
0: So, so, what are the circumstances around those moments? Is he like angry at the navigation? Is the motorhome falling apart? Or are you guys like disagreeing about where to go to dinner? That's a good question. I don't think I've been angry the whole time. <laughs>
3: Trying to find places to sleep on the fly has been a challenge. I mean, we know where we're going to sleep, but you know, where are we going to park that rig? Is it going to be in the Walmart was... parking lot? Or
1: there's so much there's so much um, prep you can do beforehand. There's so much planning, and you know, we'll go here and we'll spend an entire day doing this. Um, and on paper, it sounded great. Like we're going to go to New Orleans. We're going to spend two nights in the New Orleans area, which will give us a full day to explore the city. Um, we pulled in a little later than expected and, uh, we were able to park in a Costco parking lot for the afternoon. Thank you to the gracious people at the new Orleans Costco. And, you know, Andrew wanted to get some beignets. We're going to get some you know, beignets in, in new Orleans. And, and so I said, well, where are we going? He's like, we're going to go to cafe beignet. I'm like, well, there's three of them. Well, we want to go to this one cause it's in the French quarter. I'm like, are you sure? Well, yes, this is the way we want to go to. And I said, okay, fine. And so I started navigating us through the French Quarter.
2: In the motorhome? On No, foot?
1: no, on foot. Uh, <laughs> I was going
0: to say, you guys
1: didn't haul a separate car. No, no, no. I was, uh, that was too much of a learning curve for this trip. First yeah, time out there. of the gate in a 35-foot motorhome.
3: Took the bus downtown and then walked the rest of the way.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we get to the, to the beignet place. We get beignets and we had been in the French Quarter for about 35 minutes at this point. Um, and Andrea said, well, that's about enough of the French Quarter. <laughs> and I said, okay, what are we going to do the rest of the day? <laughs> and, you know, and so we found uh, we found the Garden District, and we got to look at a few of the, I mean, there was a lot of really sweet, um, like, architecture and buildings and, and how they did that. Um, yeah, just how they built things back then, and, you know, in the pockets in the neighborhoods, and, and that took us in about you know, about another hour to two hours and so now we're in New Orleans for three, three and a half hours and we're done. So we get back to Costco, get in the motorhome, and drive to Baton Rouge. Huh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> not in the plan. Not
1: Why in not. the plan at all. But but little things like that put us ahead of schedule, and the next thing you know, we're three days ahead of schedule, and now we're now we're at the Smoky Mountains before we thought we were going to be there, which happened to be like. Did
0: you guys book any RV sites or anything ahead of time? Um, Do you know that you might be ahead or behind schedule, so like we're just going to play it by ear? There
1: were there were two or three we booked ahead of time, um, and even then, one of them didn't work out.
3: That's terrible.
1: Oh, they're not listening, but if you're ever if you're ever at the lodge at what Rogers Ranch, just There's just keep driving.
3: Taylor Ranch. Taylor Ranch. In Pahuska, Oklahoma.
1: Do we need to give this much information like, in case somebody yes, out there is listening? Don't, yeah. yes. No, this, oh, this is great. important.
3: Go there. Information. You know what? People can do amazing things with websites. And
1: yeah. photography.
3: <laughs> they can make things look really nice that aren't. See this
2: is good for us to know because we have friends. Sarah, who listens to us sometimes. Hi, Sarah. And they live in... Do they live in Tulsa? Oklahoma.
1: I think they live in
2: Tulsa. So, like, if we were to stop by and visit them, because it- our kids adore their daughter, Emma, um, who is also probably a rising junior and very cute. Um, Benton. <laughs> she actually... Her, one of her jobs is dressing up like a Disney princess like and going to birthday parties wow. so she works for a company and they'll be like we need Elsa at a birthday party on Saturday afternoon so she like does her hair like puts on an Elsa wig and an Elsa dress and goes and is Elsa at this birthday party and then like the next week she's I don't think she's ever Moana she's fair-skinned but you know you get the picture anyway so if we were on our way to see her we might need to know about Pahuska.
1: if you this is end important up information the Osage tribe research that there was some they were uh they were filming actually um in Pahuska and
0: fairfax i don't remember oh. yeah, yeah tell fairfax. me Tell ta- you guys we were we you guys have this cool thing about listening to books on places you go i never thought of that
1: well like we went to the alamo um and so we didn't actually get to that book because we had just finished Jim Gaffigan's book on food, which was hilarious. Um, if you're a foodie or an Will eatie. You lis-
2: does he read it? Reading he reads audiobook? it. Okay. So that would make it more funny.
1: It's It was really funny, especially if you like food. Um, but we didn't get to the one on the Alamo, but we listened to the one about the Osage tribe and the Indians. Um, and we are almost done with one on Custer. Um, and that was that was really cool because it was very well-researched in, uh, in, in where, the way he read it. There was so much background information that um, actually the day we got here, we stopped off at Little Bighorn in the monument. And as we're walking around, really had a better idea of kind of what we were looking at when you... You know, when you hear about the hill where the, where he stood and, and um, yeah, it really kind of brings, it brings a lot more of that history to life.
0: I only ever think of audiobooks to pass time, for the most part, not actually to supplement a road trip.
2: Sorry, I'm looking at audiobooks because you guys talking <clears throat> about audiobooks made me realize that I was, at, I've been listening to two in very different genres, and it's the same narrator. I, it's so weird. So Raising the Challenging Child is narrated by mm-hmm. Ann Richardson. Love Thy Body by Nancy Piercy, read by Anne Richardson. And it's very weird to have somebody giving me parenting advice and then talking about, like, a theology of the body where basically she's countering modern-day Gnosticism, which says that who I really am is in my brain and my body is inconsequential. So, like, this second gen- second-century heresy is essentially the heresy that now is producing transgenderism. Mm. Um, where who I really am, my body is inconsequential to mm. who I really to am. To who I am. Um, anyway, totally random. I'm sorry that I accidentally played a clip of that, but... I don't think it, anybody heard it. It was too quick. It um, popped up in my mind, talking about audiobooks, because driving home from Bozeman yesterday, I was like, man, this narrator sounds familiar. <laughs> it is. It's the same lady.
0: Wow. Whose and idea was it to listen to the books and supplement...
3: Oh mine! But
0: you have all the best ideas.
3: I do. Um, I also <laughs> can't stop homeschooling. So, <laughs> well, that's the best way to if homeschool? If I can figure though. out a way to extend it into our free time, by golly, let's! <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's that's because that's because it's a lifestyle of learning, right? Yes, exactly.
1: Well, and what beta? I mean, there, there's so much you can learn in a classroom. There's so much you can learn in a book, but there's so much you can also learn actually physically out in real life when you're when you're going through the missions in the san antonio area when you're reading about the indians when you're reading about the spaniards when you're reading about the texans um and and well even
0: just going there like even just our kids seeing all these places it's one thing to watch it to like see them on like youtube so when we went to we did devil's tower and and mount rushmore last fall and the kids were watching, like, hey, let's watch, you know. So it's kind of like the audiobook thing, like, let's right. get some of my his- history on these two it was just monuments at you know? that
2: point. Like, but yeah, but it was YouTube. But we can it was find really about?
0: cool. But then the kids get there, they're like, okay, this is really cool. Right. Because we're actually there. Yes. So there's something a little bit different about. But that's kind of like when we watched uh Rafty Yosemite, we went, and I think we've mentioned this on the other show, on the last episode, but we went and watched. Uh, free Solo at my uncle's house after being oh, at Yosemite and seeing Mount It is
2: so much more... The in,
0: kids I mean, were like,
2: they, just glued. They, they didn't stop talking about the movie Free Solo for a week. But it was especially meaningful because we were just there. Were just there. And then I'm like... I don't know if I mentioned this. I was stalking the characters from Free Solo on Instagram. And I'm like, wait a second. His girlfriend in the movie, now wife... Because that's when I wanted to know. I was stalking him because I wanted to know if they ended up getting married. Because, you know, you have this guy who's like, I don't know, I think climbing's always going to be more important than a girl. And in the movie, she also is like, if we end up getting married and having kids, he can't free Solo. Right. You know, and so it's like, well, that's setting you guys up for a really interesting clash. <laughs> and so they're now married. And on her Instagram, she says, she says you know, this was like, sunday and she's like just summited free you know just summited el capitan that i climbed with four ladies and so i'm counting backwards and i'm like wait a second she was on the wall climbing with a group of four and we identified you know a little ant like a group of four that looked started. like they had just started so we're like we were watching his Them wife climb, yeah climb and he was farting around somewhere else and then met her at the top when she was Which done. Which was
0: kind of cool. Which was... Like, it was uh, just cool yeah. to think, like,
2: he was climbing... I don't even know where Dome is. Dome, yeah, I don't know either. It's somewhere in there. Well we were... He was climbing Dome. while we were hiking beneath Half Dome. You know, anyway. So that, even in, in itself, like, my kids are like, what? Like, they'll never forget their first time seeing El Cap. Because of the whole, like, watching the movie and Faith puking on me during watching the movie. And... You know, like she, his wife was claiming it anyway.
0: So, you yeah, so then then a couple of days later, where we finally get home, several days later, we get home, and and Molly's mom has a National Geographic laying on the table or something, and it's about Alex's.
2: Well, she had pulled it out. My parents oh, saved she pulled it out for it? They've saved all of it. And so, is like. Yes. Ever, <laughs> because my mom only homeschooled <laughs> me for three years, but she's a homeschooling mom for life. So, yeah.
0: so she pulled it out, and Titus just. Yeah, that.
2: they've been reading the magazines and rewatching
3: documentaries and stuff. And there's something about connecting story to place and place to story yes. that just Absolutely. makes totally it stick. makes alive. Yeah.
2: I could not find anything, like, in good kid-level fiction for our California trip. Except I did have the kids watch some stuff about John Muir, who...
1: Oh, the John Muir Trail. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, and he... He's the reason that the sequoias have been mm-hmm. preserved, and um, they were like Mo- Titus was moderately interested in it, but it was a little bit boring for the rest of them. But that was the best I could do. Did you guys Story go to San
3: Francisco at all on this trip?
2: We did because that's where Rick and Annette are. That's
0: my parents' were
3: right? Um, What's that book with the Gold Rush and the Kid and the Butler? Oh, uh, um, Great Horn Great Horn Spoon. By the Great Horn Spoon. Oh yeah, I, it's such Create an amazing spoon. book. Huh, okay. It is so good. Okay. Sid Fleshman or something like that. I read it twice willingly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I read Nathaniel. it
3: twice willingly. <laughs> are you are you not a reader? I'm not really. Okay, not really. okay. it's great, great Horned Spoon. Horned. H- great horned.
0: horned Spoon.
3: Yes, right. Horned or horned. horned. There we you go. Look at I'm getting I'm like getting
0: autofill
3: yeah, for it. Right. Oh, sweet.
0: Okay. Yes. It's fantastic. Oh it's this only a five show. dollars and seventy nine cents. On audiobook?
3: No. On an actual book. Oh. It sweet. takes place during the gold rush.
0: Oh cool. Yeah, it it, it would be f- if any you people out there know of any books that are geared for kids that take place in Yosemite or like Sequoia or something, tell us because we didn't yes. find anything.
2: I think even our
3: kid would still
0: historical like, even it's still maybe, fresh enough know. in our
3: minds. Or the
2: redwoods, yeah.
0: or the redwoods, the
3: redwoods in general. There's also a series that takes place. I don't remember what it's called, but the all of the books take place in national parks. We read one about oh, Yellowstone about and we did one about the Everglades. Hmm. They're like in fiction? Yeah, they're like mysteries. Oh cool. Then they take, you know, the kid mysteries, yeah. they somehow get separated from their parents always and
0: <laughs> yeah, almost get eaten by crocodiles.
3: Yeah, there's crocodiles or bears or whatever. Find a oh my, in the
0: back of George Washington's head. Yeah.
3: Yeah. There's
1: a movie about that once. So. There is, we watched it. It was historical. Yeah, Did you know so there's special. not really a
0: lake behind there, but there is behind oh, is there, but not top directly behind there?
3: Adventures? No. Hmm, I'll have to look it up. Too.
0: Well, we'll find it and we'll link it. If it's yeah. mentioned anything in the sh- in the in the show that sounds interesting, we put it in the show notes. We'll
2: Mysteries in, in our, in our National Park. Notes. That's probably it. Is it it? A... Cool. There's a Mysteries in Our National Parks book series.
3: I would put them in the OK category, but they're better because because of being the, in the park the place is associated with it.
1: Well, and when we listen to those our boys were a lot younger as well. So yeah. so it definitely, I think it definitely is, ha, is able to hold the interest of of the younger children.
0: Sweet. Yeah. Narnia doesn't hold any in interest that. for our six year old. No? Yeah, no. she does. So, does she?
2: She got really excited. So tomorrow you guys were driving with the Lundies. We've spent our whole lives not knowing how to pronounce your last name properly. Not your whole
1: lives, but.
2: Well, our whole life of knowing you—it's
1: all right. It's um, been a while. It has been and,
2: a while. And um, I'm glad you corrected us, though. <laughs>
1: it's, it, its you're welcome. Well,
2: I mean, it's one it's of the those least things, I could do. Like, you know, <laughs> you get home, you get home, and you have food in your teeth, and you're like, "How many friends have I been talking to?" And I had food in my teeth. Like, you know, what if 20 years from now, Benton's like, "That's not how you pronounce our last name." Really? You know, like you got to correct it when you, you got to tell oh, someone, we
0: were family, you got to tell
2: someone they have food in their teeth. You guys, it's the loving thing to do. It's always the loving thing to do. No matter how
0: awkward Even is, if you feel like a jerk be for forgetting their kids' names. Happens to me all the time at church. Like friends, I feel like I should know their names and I'm like, I don't. I'm not going to say who they are on the show because they might listen to the show and then they'll see me at Sunday at church and be like, yeah, name them. <laughs> go ahead I'm
3: going to do no. that anyway.
1: <laughs> everyone at everyone at church. All right, quiz time, Jr. What are my kids' names?
2: But not that many people at church listen to our podcast. No. Oh, I don't
1: wow. Think
0: really? Anybody at church listens?
2: to No. Our podcast. There are some people. I just got a text from Laura. Would you like me to oh, read Laura's yeah, text? Oh, yeah, yeah, Can yeah. Read, read Laura's show? text. Hi, Laura.
0: Okay. <laughs> She's so, probably not listening. We right will now. send. We will. We do try to read messages, but we've. Um, we, we La- took a couple weeks Laura must
2: have of, just finished listening to our podcast where we mentioned Narnia, and her dad read them. Last speaking episode. of speaking of families, that you can try to remember all their names. There's, I think there's nine of them, and um, and I know the names of the ones I know. Um, but she <laughs> says my dad read them to us multiple times. I still have his voice in my head when I read mm. them. It's one of my most precious childhood memories of my dad. Every night he would do one chapter, and we learned what a cliffhanger was through mm. that.
1: <laughs> um
2: nice. But tonight, so we're driving the, the Lundy's. Lundy? Lundy. Lundy. Lundy.
0: No. Lundy. <laughs> well, because it's, yes, with an E. Lundy. We're talking about Lundy. where the emphasis is. Where do you is. put the emphasis? Where's the... I don't know. At
1: the E? Lundy. Because Lund. Lundy. Lundy. With an E, not like No, a you put the
2: emphasis on the, on the U. On Lundy. Lundy. Oh. Lundy.
1: Versus Lundi. Lundi. Well, I would never say Lundi. don't put an emphasis on
3: anything, it's just
0: Lundi. If you prefer, you <laughs> there's always any, emphasis on something. Norwegian, which there's... is like Lundvassen. But Lundvassen? Like I like, yeah, like
1: that. It'd be like nice. Lunda. That's cool. I believe. It's a
3: Norwegian name.
2: It
1: is. My so my grandfather. Viking. Huh. I. I. <laughs> yes. It
3: explains the earrings. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: long day of <laughs> raping and pillaging. It's the Viking life for me. <laughs> yeah. Once uh, <laughs> once I started... <laughs> the
3: amber waves of grain. Yes. The oh, amber, man. yes.
1: Now it's more like the gray that waves of grain. It.
0: Yeah. I, I got guys, kicked Paul, out of my Viking camp has, when I started I had, my I four-inch gauged. part. I had gauged earrings back in the day. Paul's still rocking the gauges.
2: Um. Anyway, we're driving up the Bird Tooth Highway tomorrow, and I told the kids tonight, like, we could listen to Narnia on the drive, and they all, like, cheered. So we're in the middle of the Voyage of the Dawn Treader, Ooh. and we're going to get in the car and turn that on probably much to faith's chagrin i offered to faith to stay at home with grandma tomorrow and she said she was she would rather go on a car ride
0: that's cool so she's going to go on a
2: car ride and listen to narnia faith is tooth. kind of adorable and it will bear be tooth great pass, that yeah. tooth she pass. is
0: a, not kind of she's the they cut, kind of adorable i mean you'll see it tomorrow they cut anybody listening can go on and google like the bear tooth pass but they cut the pass out with snow and typically it's just huge like
2: like above your car, of above snow, your car. walls of snow. On both I sides took of I the road. rode
0: I right it's before cool. if you time it right, you, the road is clear before they open it to cars, and so a lot of cyclists ride up it. Mm. And I rode up it with a group of guys several years ago. And then I actually took my bike and jammed it into the above my head into the snowbank, and it just like hung there. It was pretty cool. And I took a photo. It's pretty rad. Like it was hanging on the wall.
1: And you were able to get it out.
0: Yes. It didn't cause an avalanche. No. No, there's no avalanche. No, no avalanche there's right
3: not actually enough snow up there for that. Buried
2: Alive, a mystery in Denali National Park. You guys can read that oh, when cool. you go on your case Yeah, we
3: should. Deadly Waters is the name of the one in the Everglades. Okay.
2: The one in Yellowstone is Wolf Stalker. We don't like wolves. Ooh, we read that
3: one.
0: Yeah, we did when we did Yellowstone. I don't remember these. It was so... Yeah, the Yellowstone... <laughs> the wolves in Yellowstone aren't actually native to Yellowstone. No. just a little bit... We but are. there
2: are there are some of like arches in Zion that we could check out. We want to cool. hit that.
0: That's going to be I think Safe. arches, Zion, and Bryce National Park. Oh, it could kind of be one like two or three week trip. We
1: did. What did we do? Did we do seven national parks in eight days that year? That's crazy. We, That's we uh, nuts. We, I got off work. We left and drove all night. Except for a two-hour nap somewhere in Idaho, and went to Salt Lake City, and we had Chick-fil-A for lunch, and then we went from Salt Lake City down to Bryce, and then spent the day at... Do you
2: guys not have Chick-fil-A in your part of the country? We We do
1: now, but it's like an hour away.
2: Okay, well, I mean, only somebody who doesn't have Chick-fil-A in their part of the country, which includes us, would remember how long ago was this trip.
1: (laughs) Back in 1972. Right. No, I'm kidding.
2: 2018. Is that what we just said? Okay, so, yeah. so three years ago, you remember what you had for lunch on a particular day. It was
1: breakfast, <laughs> and the right. and the children were <laughs> ecstatic.
3: That's so all I'm saying is, what is it about Chick-fil-A? I don't know. It's I don't the know. the secrets in the sauce. I, it, no, no. It's, it's the same
0: thing about so In-N-Out weird. Burger. No, like, here's, here's, so here's. when we got to California, like my brother's like, hey, we're going to go hit this In-N-Out. you got to come home. I'm like... I'm not making it a point to take my kids to In-N-Out. Like, it's a fast food hamburger. Yeah, who wouldn't want a double-double animal style?
3: i delicious... The buns. Okay.
1: <laughs> they butter the buns it's, and then grill them.
3: They're it's, steamed. They're so moist.
1: <laughs> moist.
3: Their buns it's are so moist. Fast food, hamburgers. Boys are in the room, Paul.
2: It's okay.
0: They're still here. I don't want to have to mark this show explicit, Paul. We're talking We're about hamburger buns. We're talking about
3: in and out
0: <laughs> You two... You guys are horrible.
1: <laughs> Jeez. So we go to Chick-fil-A. And then we went to Bryce. And then we went to Zion. And then we went to the Grand Canyon.
0: Suck the women's... St- they we- Oh, st- still no, Actually,
1: before the Grand Canyon, we went to the Chaco Canyon uh, Cultural Center. And we went <clears throat> to uh, Mesa Verde um, and the Grand Canyon. And that was also the year we went to the planet, not the planetarium, the, um, the Lowell Observatory. Lowell Observatory, cool. um, and then even on the way back, so we didn't hit, we didn't hit Yosemite that trip, but we did. We hit like seven national parks or monuments in eight days.
3: That's crazy. Because every fourth grader in a park, yes. We they had a fourth grader. A fourth grader, so so Lily might be in fourth grade for two years in a row. <laughs> Sweet.
2: Well, I mean, she's. I mean, she's in fourth her grade. Poor teacher. I think about
0: those passport books, right?
2: <laughs> no, they don't. So you have to We're, buy the right. Passport you have to,
0: books. They, well, you get them passed, if you send that in, will they give your family like a lifetime national park interest for hitting all of them? No, if you complete I don't the think. whole thing? No, that's all. They that's should. All,
2: that's all. Like I'm
0: going to email that's my senator. Actually, not a national
2: park thing. That is a like a bookstore thing.
0: It should be a national it's a park money thing. Making thing. It should be a mm-hmm. national but park we, thing. I'm going to so, email my senator and say if this is a new thing. So we have all, the
2: passport thing lifetime, and s- most of them have been closed because of COVID for the last bit of time. So we haven't gotten like the on this trip we got one stamp. Oh of wow! The, all the places we visited. Um. But apparently you can, like, write to them and say, I was there on this date, and they'll send you a piece of paper with a the stamp, stamp on line. it from the date that you were there, if you can remember it. So we might have to backtrack and do that. But um, we did do the fourth grade thing for Titus this year, for this trip, and we had to book a reservation to get into Yosemite, so the we paid online ahead of time, and that didn't work but it did get us into the sequoias Mm -hmm. and um yeah it's like this official i didn't think we were gonna like it's an official little plastic card like a credit card
3: wow so yeah your fourth grader feels very special yeah he did not
2: feel nearly as special as i did but i made him take a selfie with me when he got his card and i made him look like i'm going like and he's like we, Not we, very we had
1: Nathaniel keep track of the card, and so when we'd get there, we'd have him hand it out. He'd be like, oh, we would to roll down the window. All right. Nathaniel would hand him the fourth grade oh, mixing.
2: And you never lost the card.
3: But I'm an introvert, so I don't like talking to people. So when I have to, like, roll down my window to hand something to someone, it was awful. I'm with you. It was horrible. Your and- parents are
2: doing you a great service, though, by making you do that now. Because I was probably in college before I was comfortable ordering takeout food. Like, well into college. (laughs) Calling someone on... What
0: if I get this wrong? What if I do it wrong? Where was the app when I needed it?
2: Right? I mean, even... Yeah. I still... I mean... Okay, so I... I'm a small town girl. Country mouse. I don't... We don't... We have, like, three Uber drivers in all of Billings. And if you have to go to the airport, it's faster to have your spouse drive you then to try to get a car or whatever. So I'm, I downloaded the Uber app for this trip that I just took to Princeton, didn't end up using it. Cause I met up with somebody who is from a bigger city and she got us down to Princeton on the way back though. I asked one of my friends like, okay, so I have to leave here at like five 30 in the morning. And she's like, go to the hotel. Don't bother with Uber go to the hotel desk and ask them if they have a driver that they like who can take you to the airport. So I go to the hotel desk. I don't think I told you this, Jay. No, you didn't. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get you all set up. What room number are you in? I'm, like, I'm in room 271. Okay, this guy, this driver, they didn't tell me his name or anything. He'll be there. He'll be here. He'll call your, we'll call your room when he's here. And I <coughs> sauntered down to the lobby like, two minutes after I'd expected to have a phone call and I, you know, and then it's five 45 in the morning and the front desk guy's like, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, I'm supposed to have a driver come to take me to the airport. And he's like, well, there's a guy wandering around in the, in the lobby saying he was supposed to take somebody to the airport. And I said, no, there's nobody going to Newark from here. And I sent him away. And I was like, well, <laughs> that was me and i still need to go to the airport and he's like okay i'll call his dispatch and i was like dispatch that's weird i thought it was just somebody okay okay he's calling him back and he's then he he's like okay so he he took a ride to the to the train station he'll be back here in like five minutes you'll be okay so this guy comes back and it's an a city taxi for the city of princeton not you know so he and Ooh, i'm spendy. Like, um so <laughs> so there's a reason she <laughs> didn't look, tell you the this.
0: this the look I'm she just gave
2: me was like So this guy he he I get in the car and I'm like okay this guy this is like a not I mean it's not like labeled as a taxi but it's he's got like a printed out sheet of taxi rates on the back and it's like got the signature of the mayor or something showing he's an official taxi guy. And we're about five blocks away from the hotel. And he goes, so I don't take credit cards. How are you going to pay me? And I was like, with a credit card? Because that's how you pay for things like this these days. Yeah, right. And he's like, well, I can take you to an ATM. And I was like, how much money are you talking about? And he goes, 120 bucks." And I was like, I can't pay that much. You need to take me back to the hotel and I'm going to call an Uber. And he goes... Will you pay 100 And I was like,
0: "This no. Sounds like a racket right now.
2: Uh, well, so I'm thinking, how wow. long is it going to take me? It's now almost 6 in the morning, but still, like, I don't know how many Uber drivers are out and about in Princeton, and now I'm like, I'm literally, as he's driving me back to the hotel, trying to download the app that I had canceled the download for earlier. And I was like, I have a $100 bill in my wallet. I can pay you 100 so he literally, in the middle
0: of Was that posted on the rates? It,
2: it, there were no rates outside of just, like, Maine-Princeton. And I was like, I will only pay you this, though, if you can write me an official receipt. So he shows me. He has this little, like, flip receipt book where he can handwrite me a receipt for paying him $100. You
0: pocketed that To action. drive
2: me to Newark.
0: You had it, to have pocketed that actually. Oh,
2: he for sure did. But at the same time, he go he had to go through, like, three tolls to get me there. And then, like... You know, he's not going to be able to pick up a fare going back because he's not, there's no dispatcher. I mean, I guess he has his cell phone, but anyway, <clears throat> so he, he probably didn't actually I'm glad you made it. make it. I'm, I was actually tracking where I was going on my phone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's gonna lock the, the doors and murder me like I saw a bone collector felt sketch oh. enough
2: that I was like okay we're like headed towards the, troll, the toll that takes me to Newark okay we're on the tollway that takes me okay like he's taking me to the right terminal okay I'm here here's your hundred dollars thank you and I'm sorry that you're just gonna like drive back to Princeton and not you know I mean the thing about like drive people driving to taxis in New York is yeah you know, get you, get, you get the fare both ways. Right. And he was not going to get a fare the other way. But the whole thing was a little bit sketch. And I was like, why did I not just, like... But there's, there's your lesson. Like, be brave. Don't go what seems like the easy route, because then you're going to get stuck with a sketchy taxi to Newark. <laughs> At and
1: least he's... when you got in, he didn't say, Hello, Clarice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I... He also didn't... Yeah, he was... I mean... Most of the drivers in that part of the world are either African or Middle Eastern.
1: That part and of the world being,
0: like, the New York the area? Yeah, Coast, the, yeah, the
2: New York area. Yeah. I feel like I almost... My taxi time... drivers,
0: whenever I went to New York, were almost always Sikh.
2: Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of African taxi oh, yeah. drivers. Oh, I yeah, I have had any. And they drive... Do you remember Ian once? So, Ian is... A
0: missionary friend.
2: He's a friend who works in a in a closed country
0: missionary friend
2: yeah he's a missionary friend
0: nobody has any idea who we're talking about anyway
2: so so Ian works in a in a Muslim country that's got like a lot of crazy drivers and he has a theory that in America our roads our speed limits
0: our vehicle and 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 our
2: vehicles all like grew up together so we, we had terrible roads and, like, 30-mile-an-hour speed limits with 1929 Chevys. You know, and everyone's, like, bumping along together, all driving the same speed. And as our road system improved, our driver's education system, our insurance, our laws and things like that, in places like India, which is not where Ian is, but in places like India, you know, you see these like video YouTube videos of the cars going every which way and whatnot. Like they just like got plopped down cars that go sixty miles an hour, and two <laughs> full grown adults who are supposed to figure out how to drive these, and they don't. They didn't like gradually grow up driving them and have driver's ed and learn all these safety rules on. They just get in the the gas pedal. So he, yeah, and so he he thinks that. Part of the craziness of the road system there is how cars just like came there with the capacity to go fast instead of like everything. So we evolving took, together. We
0: took our church youth group out to this particular country one year to do a short-term trip and visit these missionaries. This is on the other side. And of the their world.
2: roads are like Indian roads. The
0: role Well, and some of them. Some of them are a little bit nicer. Some of them are like Indian roads. Some of them are a little more like interstates, but. Anyway, I drove there's another missionary there, I drove their car back from a church and it's left hand it's right hand drive. So you're driving opposite side of the road, everything else. We drive we drive on the left side of the car. Right. There you drive on the right. It's right hand drive. So we drove right hand drive, everything's opposite. And it didn't take me long before, you know, you could really figure it out. Cause here's the trick. There's one trick to driving in these countries that seem to ignore all rules. There's one rule: fill the gap, mm-hmm. and use the horn. And use the horn. Fill the gap and yeah. use the horn. That's it. In Bangladesh, they actually the horn is to alert other people, and the signal light is to tell the other guy that's coming at you what to wh- do, which way, which way is, need, he's he supposed to go. to go. So if he's coming at you, you flip on on right. You're telling him to go right while you go left, <laughs> and you're doing all this on super narrow roads. Five cars deep with pedestrians everywhere and you're probably driving a bus.
2: Chickens and cows and dogs. Or a dump oh truck.
0: Yeah, Bangladesh is wild. We it had is people not, like no It, it I is can't not look. I can't super watch. rare
2: to see like a bus on its top on the side of the road. And there's
0: always like, like, it doesn't
2: always just work out magically with you had your <laughs> signal right telling that bus to go
0: right. Like Buses aren't supposed to drive like this. Like they drive more like cars. I'm not sure how they do it. Like in America, to me American buses are like slow, lumbering sorts of things. These buses are like super quick. They dart in and out. Mm. And there's generally always some sort of puke stain on the side of most buses from guys hanging out the windows and throwing up because they got car sick.
2: But then they have to bring their heads in and they're going to get decapitated.
1: Yes. So you're talking about filling the gap in Bangladesh. Did they have a lot of motos? A lot of scooters? When Benton and I went to Cambodia... Oh, there! I mean, thousands, so many, and they scooter. would all
0: show up. You pull up to a, if you stop at any intersection, you pull up, and they all they like all gather fill at the in front. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then like at, at the front of every green light or go is like all motorcycles, and then the cars. It's just, right. it's crazy, and they're all little cheap looking moped things.
2: And you, uh, it would be terrifying to be that unprotected on it, because in Bangladesh also you can pull up on the side of the road. And get a brand new steel bumper welded to your car. It just this is like roadside roadside service. Oh man! Like so stop. I was out yeah. there
0: doing. I was out there for a, a month doing a documentary, and me and Ian were in a taxi. We just come back from recording studio from a, a day long recording session with a bunch of local musicians for the film. So we're in this car, in a little teeny tiny. Think of the smallest little Asian taxi you can think of if you've ever been over there. We're in this little thing, and it's crap. You know I mean? It's missing door panels. It's dirty. We're just trying to get there. And, and we come up. They start filling gaps, and two buses start closing in the gaps on either side of us. Yeah. And we're like, and he's just, he's kind of calm. He's hitting his horn. He's kind of doing this thing. And all of a sudden, we start hearing the front of the car start crumpling. <gasps> and the bus just starts sandwiching the car. And we're looking at each other going, "Oh." what? And then eventually the traffic cleared, the buses took off, no more crumpling, and we just continued to drive on. And I think he was a little upset, but he didn't... Like it, it was seemed kind of normal, but kind of not normal at the same time. It was crazy. Oh. I thought I was going to get squashed.
2: <laughs> Speaking of getting squashed, <laughs> I was lecturing my kids the other day as we were driving um, on our big trip. This couple goes by in their mercedes sprinter van and jerry's like that's gonna be you someday and i was like it will not be me because she has her feet up on the dashboard and if you guys search on youtube for videos of what happens if the airbags go off and your feet are on the dashboard as a passenger like your knees go into your face at the rate of an airbag and it wrecks your legs and your face and ever since I watched a video on that, I don't put my feet on the dashboard anymore. So I
0: never have to clean off footprints. I used, to, there used to, the whole
2: front windshield used to have like my footprints <laughs> on head from like riding like that. Because uh, I also, you know, I never wear shoes in the car, and so um I think I think Titus was sitting between us, and I was, uh, I, was I was explaining that to him, and also that's it, you know. Also took the moment to explain to the little ones why we don't like them riding in the front seat because that's what the airbag does to your neck when you're not mm-hmm. don't have a strong neck. And they were like, "Ew!" But don't put don't ride with your feet on the dashboard of cars, people.
0: Yeah, those you're too busy to fly. This could be a new T-shirt.
2: Don't ride with your feet on the dashboard. Don't cars. ride with your
0: feet on the dashboard of cars.
2: I don't know. I don't think, I don't a, think it has the same kind of ring it, to it. This butter makes everything better, and people are weird and hard. It doesn't have. Does has
0: anybody any. made a "butter makes everything better" t-shirt yet? They have to have. No. Oh, we should make that. Well, so. I
2: don't
0: know. If anybody that's wants it, let me know. We can make it and sell it. Uh, we're at fifty-six minutes. Wow! Completely random conversation. My goodness, did we actually
1: did we finish a single conversation?
2: Yes, we did.
1: Okay. I'll admit, coming into this, I was feeling a little intimidated by your brain, Molly. You know, some, <laughs> sometimes it be like it's like, all right, all right, dear, what are we talking about tonight? And you've got your flip book, and you're like, you know what? Let's talk about the.
3: You
2: know, there there are butter makes everything better, hand towels and t-shirts.
0: Okay, we don't need to make. We those, don't.
2: Though. Yeah, I mean they're not very attractive, but Fair. they're out there. <clears throat> Here's an apron on Etsy. Um. I do have a lot of things like that that I could have talked about, but we'll have to save it for another. let well, well, I started reading a book by a gal named Hannah Anderson. Uh, it's called *Humble Roots*, and somebody that follows us on Instagram, and therefore that maybe listens to us, um, posted an excerpt, and it was talking. This gal was talking about how um, being experiencing death of people we love and ultimately of ourselves because we all do is like the ultimate thing that humbles us and how important it is to, to not as Americans do isolate ourselves from death and dying. And, but rather to, to just recognize that this is, this is one of the ways that God keeps us humble and keeps us Reminded that we are dependent creatures and we are not God and we're not in charge of the universe. So I picked up this book because I absolutely love the excerpt. She was actually posting the quote as a memorial to a sister with Down syndrome who had Mm -hmm. died. Um, But I picked up the book with no idea what it was about other than that I really liked that quote. And the bulk of the book is it's a mom of young kids processing all of the anxiety that she lives with and all the world's advice, like, you need more girls weekends or rely on God. And she's like, what does that even mean? So she she dives in, at least at the beginning, into the phrase, or into Jesus' invitation to take my yoke upon you because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And um, I've really liked it so far. I have never really thought that much about the relationship between humility in being a creature, a finite creature, and the pride that says I should be able to do it all. Like, my house should be more put together. My kids Hmm. should be better behaved. All the things that give me this, like, low, you know, and it escalates for me. Like, even before the trip that I went on, just all the things that I had to get done were, like, kind of like a short shortness of breath heart racing like just anxiety like background buzz of anxiety in my brain um and so it was poignant to me to be reading the book on the plane while feeling like still feeling the physical sensations of the anxiety of you know the kids are the kids are super excited about Ty's birthday party and got to get, you know, Lily's off to camp and all the things I forgot to tell Lily on her way out to camp. Like I forgot to tell her how much money she had in her little account at camp. So, you know, how's she going to process that? And is she doing okay? And is she making friends? And is the friend she went with ignoring her? Cause I saw the friend, the camp is posting pictures and I would see the friend in pictures, and not her. And not her. And, you know, so it's like, you know, oh, you know, then I'm, like, mention that to another friend, and she's like, oh, yeah, fourth grade girls are the worst. Like, that's the age where you start getting, you know, all the weird social interactions with girls. So I've got all this, like, anxiety going on, and the book, at root, seems to be saying um all of this anxiety is the result of pride and not recognizing... Hmm your dependence as a creature and your finitude is that how you pronounce that yeah
0: i've never thought about it in in terms of finitude in terms of your finitude as a human being like even just in context of being a man and finding identity in work or career or profession or accomplishments yeah i think we'll never fully accomplish anything because we're just we're finite anyway Mm -hmm. so we'll just give up and hang out in a pool
2: well, no, I mean, her, her whole point is, um, she, she does a really nice job so far of weaving together agricultural themes throughout scripture, um, which includes take my yoke upon you because that's plowing the ground and, but then abide in me and you will bear much fruit. So always connecting ourselves to the life that we get from Jesus. Um, is, you know, not just sitting in a pool having drinks all day is not the path to optimizing our finitude (laughs) and finding fulfillment in it, but, um, deeply connecting ourselves to Christ is the only path to true rest in the midst of the frustratingness of our finitude
0: i like it should we put the book link on in the show notes we should
2: i'm not i'm not actually that far into it so so i haven't
0: jury's out still
2: no we can put the book link and then when i get to the the context i'm I'm interested about when i'm going to find the context of the quote that i liked and picked the book up because of so do you
0: feel like it's leading people in the right direction
2: that her book is yeah it's, yeah. not,
0: it's not too much pulling up your. Big there was one and...
2: point where she was so so she was making the link between the word humility, is now I'm not going to remember this. I should have brought the book down with me if I was going to. She, so having studied Greek, um, when you get like the study Greek as a biblical scholar books at Bible bookstores, if Bible bookstores exist anymore, um, often finding Greek roots in your Bible and like doing Greek word studies doesn't always lead to an appropriate ending because just because they have the same root doesn't mean that they're all in the same word family and that you can draw this great theological meaning out of something that's in the same word family. And I had never thought about this before, but apparently um, the word Adam or Adam, which means man, it's just generic for mankind, um, in Genesis, is the word Adama means earth. Which make which which is fair. So she's saying that that ye, you're always you know from dust you came to dust you will return. She's so she's saying there's a philosophical slash theological link between God calling mankind Adam and the fact that mankind is from the earth, and so God made a both a physical connection that we are made from the earth as well as a linguistic connection Mm
3: -hmm.
2: that so so that's fair but then she goes to the the latin and the word like really rich soil is called hummus not the middle eastern dip but like really rich soil is called hummus um and that's related to the word for humility so ground Mm. and humility and is she's saying that and i've never studied like i don't yeah
1: I didn't you made to, those connections. I've or... never
2: I, yeah, so I don't know if, if if that's a stretch or not because you can find like, you know, just like if you want to find numbers with n times things like you could spell any any message you want. you could probably spell Joe Biden with you know weird alphabet, no numerical stuff and equate that to six six six. and you know, it, I mean, you could do anything you want with that. So it's in a similar way, you can do things with latin roots if you want to so i don't know if that was a stretch or not but it you know it's kind of a fun link if it is uh otherwise i didn't ever have any qualms reading the book i think it is i think it is going in a good direction
0: cool (coughs) Cool. well there's our deep topic for tonight man deep squeezed it in in thoughts it. the last minute yeah yeah too busy to flush late night the late show with the the late show paul and andrew um so if you guys... So, uh,
2: just so much better than the late <laughs> show with anybody named Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> In my humble opinion. My humble hummus...
0: Humble hummus... Grounded. grounded well-grounded earth. opinion. Well-grounded. I like what you did there with the well-grounded.
2: Thank
3: you.
0: Cool. Well, if you guys... Uh, thanks for joining us on the show. If you guys like what you've heard, share it with your friends. Listen to other episodes. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, this is not a normal episode. Um, the, the idea is normal, where we just sit around and talk about what, what's going on. Yeah. I mean, that's normal. We're just doing it with Paul and Andrea. Um,
2: and Benton and Nathaniel.
0: And Benton and Nathaniel, yeah. Hey, guys. Over there. In the, they didn't heckle us at all. No, they, they didn't. a
2: little bit, but... Uh, that was lame listening. heckling, if you would call that heckling. Yeah, that was heckling.
1: <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> that was heckling, <laughs> loser This
2: is how you
3: Everything. heckle. You suck you <laughs> We never finished the book conversation. We never got to talk about killing of the flower moon or really Custer at all.
0: Okay, so oh, he is heckling right. us. Awesome. Yeah, okay. killing of the flower moon. Looking up the Osage tribe. We have a, Yeah, we left a lot of unfinished business on the table. That's fine. We just you'll have to come back and listen to more. Um, we'll leave the links for those things in the show notes so people can go check out why Benton thinks they're really cool that said I heard that he thinks that stuff is cool and Nathaniel would just rather play his Nintendo Switch yeah. <laughs> that's legit <It's> all <laughs> he's honest alright you can follow us at, on Instagram at too busy to flush we're at Twobusy to visit or TB the number 2f.com You can send me a text message. I always read my text messages back to Molly so she gets them. 406 318 7136. Or you can send us an email at TB2F at PM.me. Finally, if you don't want to do any of that and you're already on the website, just we got a little postcard option. Postcard option. We get on it, the it's about it's literally between all three email, cell phone, and postcards, we get about I get about one a week from every platform. Are you still doing any and- of the telegram platform? Or is that yes. just? No, we talked about doing a telegram for the Too Busy to Flush, right. but nobody ever said anything. Well, I did. Well, you did, but you don't count. That's because I'm nobody. <laughs> no, you, just, you, you just
2: text him. Too. You just te- true. You just Telegram me. You, you don't Telegram need
0: the me telegram. anyway. That's true. you don't need a too busy. Like, what's the difference between texting me on my own Telegram
1: versus too busy to Flesh Telegram? Well, it's like me calling you, saying, you know, you don't have to call me out every show, and then on the next show, you go, yeah, Paul said I don't have to call him out. So, hey, Paul, <laughs> not going to call you out on the show
0: anymore, ever again. Oh man, yeah. So, uh, speaking of calling people out. Yeah, who are we calling? Um, well, we got a few people that have hit us up here recently. We should um, like cold call people on the show. Um, <laughs> 15 Seconds I hope of you're Fame. are on the East Coast. 15 Seconds of Fame, here. Claudia, uh, if you guys remember her from back episodes. She welcomed, she welcomed us home and said she's delighted to catch up on part of our podcast from driving home. Um, I've had a couple really interesting conversations. With, again, with uh, Joe from Las Vegas He started texting me when we were driving the bus back Cool And if you guys haven't caught up with the bus uh, The bus, tent, gigantic Spartan renovation thing Go back and listen to the last episode But anyway, we, we talk a lot about um, About uh, Ecclesiastes So that was pretty cool And he shared some things he was learning in his Bible study So that was kind of fun uh, So thank you for those emails and then we had a postcard from i gotta i gotta look it up here because i wasn't totally prepared to do this but that's okay because that's cool right if you had a drum i'd do a drum roll Rhonda, Rhonda sent us a postcard um about so she said uh she suggested some camping food so Mm. uh, Mm -hmm. cajun style grill foil packs oh yeah have you guys figured out speaking of foil packs have you guys figure out how to cook those over the flame without like one side burning to a charred crisp. You don't
1: really do foil packs over the flame. I think you have to get down kinda of like roasting marshmallows, you want to get down to 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 the coals. To the coals. But then okay. you
2: put the foil pack like on the mm-hmm. on the char on the coals.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Or okay. In the coals.
2: We in the, coals. the first time we did the foil packs, it was like to a charred crisp. And the second time, I just took everything that was gonna go in the foil pack and put it in a skillet okay and oh cooked it all together in the yeah. skillet and that it was, was crazy good
0: so i think i'd do skillets over foil packs kind of depends on what you are doing. And then finally david uh david austin um said he's binging on our podcast he's from blacksburg virginia he heard us on world and everything in it he's a dad of six and loving us great parenting discussions thank you david um, he's all, we've also, this is fun. Molly will resonate with this. I actually responded that that, that this, he said, also, you have motivated me to try and take the older kids camping this year. Oh, Good. I'm not sure if I can convince my wife. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm sure you can convince so, your wife to take your older yes. kids camping. Yes.
0: Your wife. You will... can
2: convince your wife to let you take your older yes. kids exactly. camping while she stays home with the younger ones. That's what Jr. did for the first couple of years. For our church campouts. Yes,
0: I had to take the kids by myself, because Molly's like, "Mm, no, I don't sleep in tents anymore.
2: I still technically have not. I've slept on the bed in the camper.
0: You slept in the rooftop tent, Mm -hmm. which technically is a tent, but not a normal tent. And then you slept in the pop-up tent trailer, which is a tent, but not a normal tent.
2: Okay, speaking of this, I'm... This isn't really podcast material, but Costco has a memory foam.
0: <laughs> yes. <of> it.
2: Yes. <laughs> it seems a lot more comfortable
0: yes. than the one that uh, we just
2: spent two weeks sleeping on. Go get it, go it.
0: Well, get it, and if it works, we'll take it to the cabin with us because we don't have one up oh, there because that one killed my back.
2: This one is a queen size one though, so it's not going to work at the cabin. It would just work in our pop up.
0: On the queen side of the pop up, so we'd have to swap. King no, lines. we have. We the have king a queen
2: side. one on right. the king side of the pop up right now because the. That's what people. The one I pulled out. Mm-hmm. I think that's. Sorry, what guys.
0: Like I said, this isn't really this is not really podcast material. <laughs> you know, what Pug Costco has on sale. You know,
3: always buy the mattress topper.
0: Always buy the mattress topper. Oh,
2: okay. Yes. Well, I mean, okay. we had one, but it's.
0: Andrea good. said six words this show. The final <laughs> were the golden ones. <laughs> always buy, buy the mattress, mattress topper. topper.
2: Maybe that's a good T-shirt.
0: Always <laughs> oh, buy the
1: match. And since dog. you're at Costco, get a chicken bake.
2: <laughs> no, it's the rotisserie, rotisserie. chicken. The ro- oh
1: the rotisserie. yes, the rotisserie yes. Chicken. Oh yes.
0: Yeah. Although Costco for life, the hot dogs are, yeah, you can't go wrong. And then you get the you get the the benefit of of experiencing the polar sausage of the hot dog the rest of the day
3: with your
2: burps because you just oh. burp it
0: the rest of the day. The boys, you don't like those at all. Hot dog burps?
2: Have them like a week later and it surprises me. (laughs) I feel like like your mom needs to work on your digestive system if you're burping hot dogs a week (laughs) later. Probably. (laughs) Let's try some probiotics. Costco has some great kombucha. Yes, that's hilarious.
0: Okay guys, thanks for joining us. I'll try to get this show up here really really soon, but uh, it's almost midnight where we're at, so I think these old people are going to go to bed. What old people? Have a great week, and <laughs> we'll talk to you <laughs> next week.